We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> it may be the nighttime. But the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local. And not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you here on this Friday evening in the Kia Studios with you for the full four. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. Take the smartphone. Take the Alexa speakers. Take your tablet. You can take your Nintendo 64, your Commodore 64, your Coleco, whatever your device is, just download it on something. You'll be able to catch us when you are on the go. Social media is at 9 on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to be a part of the show is to follow us on our personal Twitter pages. You can hit me up at JMCH316. That is your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. Producing the show on the other side of the glass, it is our guy, Dylon, at underscore Dylan Matthews. Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Got the whole crew in uh, there. So, uh, as we, uh, as Jim Ross would say, busier than a fruit merchant uh, here tonight. We got a lot of things uh, to get into and cover. Let's start with the Hawks last night. And, um, you know, we were on after the game. Good win for the Atlanta Hawks. You know, 116 107. They take care of their business against the Phoenix Suns, a team that. They had beaten earlier in the you know year, you know a week or so ago, uh, in their place, and then they come home and take care of their business last night. And we talked a little bit last night about where the Hawks are. So after last night, they have 26 games, 16 at home, 10 on the road, and the Hawks are three games above 500 at home for the season. You know that's got to be something that they have to be much better at. And they were what I think the I think they were I think they had the fourth most wins in the Eastern Conference last year at home, so they've done really good things in the past at home. They've got to continue to do really good things at home, and right now it's it's you know you beat the Phoenix Suns last night. You've got the uh, San Antonio Spurs coming in tomorrow night. Uh, then you're on the road uh, to take on the Hornets, so you should be able to, in theory. And we know theory versus, you know, reality for this team. But 
in theory, you should be able to pick up a few wins here. You should be able to beat the Spurs tomorrow night at home. You need to beat the Spurs tomorrow night at home. And then Charlotte, I mean, they've got the second fewest wins in the Eastern Conference. Now, I know they've beaten the Hawks twice, but at some point we got to beat those guys. You know, then you get into the Knicks and uh, the Cavaliers and, you know, some of these teams over the next, you know, couple few weeks, and the schedule goes up a little bit. You know, the Nets and some teams like that. So it does start to get a little bit tougher. You get through the All-Star break. You get toward the end of the month. Things start to cramp, uh, crank back up for the Atlanta Hawks schedule-wise. So, you know, one of the things that the Hawks have not done a good job of is taking advantage when the schedule allows it. And right now, you know, they missed probably an opportunity to beat Zion and the Pelicans the other night, you know, when they, uh, you know, had several guys that were out. They did their, you know, job last night with several Suns players out and, you know, not everybody in the fold. Devin Booker didn't play, you know, obviously Kevin Durant just traded, but, you know, he's going to be out till probably at least the all-star break with that MCL sprain uh, on his knee. So, you know, you beat up a shorthanded Suns team and you took care of business. So now you got to take care of business tomorrow against the Spurs at home and then find a way to win in Charlotte. And then, you know, we'll see what happens with the Knicks and the Cavs and all this good kind of stuff. And then, you know, mix in uh, obviously the all-star break uh, in there as well. And then Brooklyn and then, you know, Washington and some of these teams. So, um, you know, try to accumulate a few wins here before we get uh, into the uh, all-star break. So the uh, the newest talks, and we're going to talk about this coming up in the next segment. We'll give you a chance to uh, call in at 404-741-0929 on the phone line. You know, how satisfied are you with what the Hawks did? So from what the Hawks did, they 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 they, acute, they acquired three players. So they had Garrison Matthews, Bruno Fernando, Sadiq Bay. That's the three guys that they got back. Then they traded away Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky. Kaminsky. And then they traded away, what was it, seven second-round draft picks. Now, to be fair, the Hawks were probably going to sell a lot of those draft picks because you can sell your draft picks off. So the Hawks were probably realistically going to sell some of those draft picks off. By the way, I saw a stat that Oklahoma City, OKC, in the next seven drafts has 34 draft picks. 34 draft picks over the next seven drafts. They have, I think it's 15 first-rounders out of that. And they have a crap load of second rounders. Yep. I just pulled it up from StatMuse. 15 first round picks, 19 second round picks oh in the God. next seven drafts. I mean, if you can't hit on a superstar or two and find it, they should fold their franchise. Send them back to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Send send them to Tijuana or something. But they if you can't find a couple of stars out of 34 draft picks. But I said last night, the funny thing about the NBA trade deadline, and we'll talk to Brad Botkin uh, from CBS, NBA writer from CBS at uh, 820. The funny thing about the trade deadline is the overriding message to everything is that you saw how little value teams place on the NBA draft. 
I mean, teams, look, look, the Hawks gave away seven second-round picks, and they were from, I think it's three franchises, right? I think it was OKC, it was the Hawks, and Golden State, that they had seven second-round picks accumulated from three different organizations. So it's just a sign of how little value teams put on NBA draft picks. The idea that they're going to draft a star and things like that, it's much easier to go into free agency, gut your roster and things like that, and, you know, go find your stars that way. Now, the other thing about the Hawks, too, in what happened at the trade deadline is the fact that, and and this may not be a popular take because it is true, but they did save themselves some salary. They put some gap, you know, they widened that gap between being in the luxury tax. And I know that, you know, oh, where are we going to go in? Because they're going to go in next year. DeAndre Hunter, 9.9 up to $21 million. Collins is owed more money. Trey Young is owed more money. If for some reason they keep Bogey, he probably opts in it because it's going to be $18 million. I don't think Bogey's going to get $18 million a year on the open market if he opts out and becomes a free agent. Maybe he'll take the cumulative of, you know, let's say if he gets three for 42 or something like that. But I don't know how much Bogey's worth on the open market right now, especially when he can't stay healthy. So he may very well opt in if they keep him around for the $18 million. So you're going to go in the luxury tax. It's it's definitely coming, but no reason, again, to start getting into the luxury tax this year, the next year, the year. You know, no need to start going down that road until the organization gets itself better. Now, 35,000-foot view for the Hawks. I think the Hawks are better today than they were yesterday. They didn't get worse on the court. They got better on the court. They added some flexibility, both on the court and financial flexibility, and they added more depth to their roster. So from that standpoint, I don't know that the Hawks were, you know, certainly weren't going to be in the Kevin Durant market or looking for starters and different things like that, especially not moving bogey. And and by the way, that's the other part of it too is you didn't give up your assets. For now, you didn't give up your assets. So you're going to roll through it for whatever the good, bad, the ugly is of this year. You're going to roll through it with Nate McMillan. You're going to roll through it with your roster. But you didn't give up any key assets or anything. And you added to the depth of your roster. I think that's a win. I think that's a win. But we'll ask you how satisfied you are with the Hawks moves at 404 741 we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. So here's the day on 92.9, the game. We will get to pregame coverage coming up at 2 o'clock on 92.9, the game of Super Bowl 57. And then 6.15 or thereabouts is going to be the kick. So we have everything for you covered. Pregame, the game, postgame. Uh, I don't know if you hear the halftime show. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they'll, I don't know if they'll have the halftime show for anything. And then the post-post game. We'll be with yours truly. Wow. Coming what, on after the Super Bowl. What time is that going to be? Whenever the post game ends, so probably like an how well how late are you on till? Good question. I gotta see. Okay. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. But I'm I'm coming on after Super Bowl coverage. 
Well, if you're perusing on TV, I'll be on eleven alive at eleven thirty with Maria Martin and there we go. I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know who else is doing it with me uh, this week, but we'll be on live after the Super Bowl. Look at us making moves, Chuck. Well, I doing the dang thing. I mean, you know, you're big time now. So, I, I mean, um, nah, nah, I'm not big time now. Well, yeah, you're not. I mean, I got to do all the work for the show. But anyway, I'm uh, on until midnight, so I'll okay. probably I'll probably be on for like an hour. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, the way the Super Bowl, yeah, way the Super Bowl probably works is, although you know, the Super Bowl actually gets done at a decent time, though. That's you know, true. I mean, even with the because again, if you're kicking off at six fifteen, you know, yeah. even four hours is like ten fifteen, and you'll have like a, you know, like a on radio for Westwood One, you'll have like a twenty minute post game show or whatever like that, but. But the Super Bowl actually doesn't end it too bad because don't they do like TV shows in prime time after the Super Bowl? Like even on the network that it's on, yeah, like yeah. At ten o'clock. A lot or of times like they're that. like, if they have a new show, they premiere it after the right. Super Bowl. Yeah, right, right. So you know, even by the time you get the halftime done and you know all the celebration of post game and all the festivities and different things like that, because you know actually the pregame show starts in about an hour and a half from right now. You know, on what is it? The Super Bowl's on Fox this year, right? With uh, Greg Olson and uh, who's the other guy that that's calling it? Uh, Kevin Burkhart. I forget his last name. Oh, is it is it Kevin Burkhart? Uh, I th- I th- maybe I think okay. so. I'll double check. I know it's Greg Olson. I know I know Greg Olson's calling the Super Bowl this year, but I don't even know what they're or Kevin Burkhart. I think is the guy's name. I don't even know what their their broadcasters are. I don't really pay attention to many of those guys, but I, I do like Greg Olson. I yeah, think Kevin they, Burkhart. Yeah. Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson. Greg Olson does actually a pretty good job on on TV. He's, you know, obviously that they're talking about replacing him with Tom Brady and all that good stuff. But I think actually Greg Olson does uh, a pretty good job. But we'll have all of your radio coverage right here on 92 on the game. So if you're out and about, you're driving around, you know, you're you're bebopping from, you know, party to party and all that good kind of stuff. I mean, you can tune the game in right here on our, you know, what do we got? A 50, 75, 100,000 watt blowtorch, whatever our signal is nowadays, whatever 60, 50, 60,000 watts or whatever uh, it is. So you can hear us, you know, pretty much anywhere uh, driving around all of Metro Atlanta. So we'll have all the Super Bowl coverage right here on 92.9 The Game. And then Dylon will be on afterward. So I, I, take it's not, I take it that you're not working Monday then. Oh, most definitely not. Yeah. I mean, I. I even if I wasn't on, I probably wasn't working Monday anyway. That's just that's United just how got we do. a game this weekend. Yes, they do. No, yeah, not this, not like this weekend, like as in tomorrow, so like this, but the week after. So like Saturday or Sunday of this weekend, they don't they don't have a match. No, but you're not working Monday. No, but I do have to because I'm working. I'm working uh, Hawks. I'm working Hawks on what? Saturday. I'm working Hawks on oh. Saturday, and then I'm so doing the Super Bowl some, show on somebody Sunday. Else can't, somebody else can't run the board. I mean, they could, but I just abide by the schedule. That's all I ever have done, Chuck. I just (sighs) abide by the schedule that I'm given. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Lord have mercy. Well, at least one of us will be here on uh, Monday. Anyway, 404-741-0929. That is our phone line and our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. How satisfied are you with the moves that the Hawks made? We'll talk about that next. Chuck Reed in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio 19 on the game, the Odyssey.com app. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Live in the Key Studios Friday night with you. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. And it's our phone line. You can call us at 404-741-0929. Asking you how satisfied you are with the trade. Now, here's an update from Sham Sharinia. And this is not good news. So he says, Justin... A failed physical exam of Gary Payton II has placed the Golden State, Portland, Detroit, Atlanta four-team deal in serious jeopardy, sources tell me and Anthony Slater. Payton's core muscle injury could sideline him for up to three months following a Warriors exam. The Warriors have until Saturday to go through with the trade, or have the entire four-team deal be rescinded, sources said. Golden State reacquired Peyton at the trade deadline. So that means if that deal does not go through, unless the Hawks can work out something by themselves, that means no Sadiq Bay, And that's arguably the best piece that they picked up in all of this. A guy who could be a, you know, a decent-sized small forward, you know, pretty decent shooter, pretty decent scorer. So that's not good news out of all of this. So we'll see. Can I ask a question? How do the Warriors not know that this guy's got an injury that would keep him out for three months and they're just discovering this when they when they fly in for a physical just now? 
I, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Was he not not playing before? Right. Like- right. And so if I'm the GM, um, what team is what team is Gary Payton playing for? Trailblazers. Okay. So if I'm the Portland GM, am I just lying to the Golden State Warriors GM and say, oh no, he's fine. Yeah, no, he's all good. He's all because again. They're talking about a an injury that could sideline him for three months. Like, how do, how do we not know that this is – because, again, you're involving four teams that have all these moving parts to the trade. Did he just get hurt last night? If – if he was already hurt, okay, the Hawks GM, Detroit's GM, and Golden State's GM should get him into a room, the Portland GM, and take turns with chair shots to his head. Unless you're telling me that he just literally got hurt last night. And that nobody knew about this injury. Because, again, if you're potentially being sidelined from for three months. So I have the information. So this core injury, this happened last year when he was with Golden State. It happened last year, and he was rehabbing all season. He was supposed to just miss the start of the regular season. He went a procedure to address the core injury in July, and he still hasn't come back from it yet. So he's been gone the whole season so far. Yes. And, oh, no, everything's fine. No, he he's ready to be back. How did either Golden State not know this, Portland not disclose it? Because, again, if he's not been back, I promise you, the medical, uh, the medical people at Portland – know that he's three months away. Guess what three months is from right now? That's the that's the end of the season. Hasta lasagna, don't get any on you. What a, what a bunch of goofs. What a bunch of nimrods. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, 404-741-0929. That's the phone line and our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Let's grab DJ out in Griffin. What's going on, DJ? What's up, John? Hey, buddy. Hey, right, man. First of all, man, I, I I gotta thank you, man. You changed my life. <laughs> if you went and had John Con on here Wednesday talking about some wrestling, man, I tuned in Wednesday, dog, and I felt like I was back watching wrestling with my grandpa, man. <laughs> Bloody guts everywhere. The, the, the swag on the wrestlers and all, man. I just loved it. I gotta make sure I tune in tonight. Appreciate but, it, man. man. Thank uh, you. Yeah, man, I, I don't know how that injury got past everybody. It's real dumbfounded. Especially when the guy's been out all year. Like, how could somebody I not know? Oh, yeah, he's about ready to be back. Or, oh, no, he's going to be three months away. That's real dumbfounded, man, because I really like that trade, man. I actually yeah. have to in um, our fantasy league, man. He's a, he's a real bucket giver. And I feel like he's going to be way more consistent. Um, DeAndre Hunter is well, and and, so, like, I, and and besides that, listen, if if for whatever reason, 
okay? And I'm not saying this is going to happen. But if you decided, if the Hawks decided to move on from a DeAndre Hunter, you know, here's a guy who's young in his third year and can do some of the same things. Probably maybe not the defensive player, but better offensively and could fill that spot. And I Yeah, man, a real bucket getter, man. Yeah. No, I'm talking about he got some games where he's putting up a silent twenty, a silent thirty. You look up, you're like, oh God. But yeah, man, that that really hurts us, man. If we can't get him in that trade, because like we said, Cam Reddish is gone. DeAndre Hunter, I'm I'm just ready to give up on him, man. And we was gonna have a solid, a solid three, a solid three man wingman. Thanks, man. Yep, I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, it's. Uh, because that is, you know, the jewel of what they did at the trade deadline. You know, that was the that was the better piece. I mean, Bruno Fernando's, you know, third, fourth, sixth, seventh, eighth center on their roster, right? And you know, this um, uh, the other guy that they got, um, what's his name, uh, Garrison Matthews. You know, he hasn't started this year. He started a, a pretty good amount last year. But he's a bench guy. He averages about five points a game. You know, he's a decent player. But, you know, he was a little bit better. Well, you know, because he started last year, you know, he was averaging about 10, 11 points a game last year. That number's about in half right now. Okay, real quick. Sorry. So, Gary Payton actually has played for the Trailblazers this year. I looked it up on Basketball Reference. He played in 15 games. He started one. He's been a little in and out of the lineup. Like, so he'll play like four games. He'll be inactive. Play like six games. What's his game dressed. log? When's the last time he's played? He's played the last. Oddly enough, the last time he played was actually. So he must have gotten re-injured because last time he actually played was against Golden State two nights ago. Wow. So I don't know if he got re-injured because so he played February eighth, and he played twenty two minutes. He did not dress February third, and then before that he was inactive. January 19th. So I, I'm trying to find out if there was a re-aggravation there or what happened. That That's going to cause him to miss three months? Right. On, on an issue that, that, that he already the, had? I don't know. Right. Because that's the report is they're saying his core muscle injury could sideline him for up to three months. Okay. So literally if you played if, – if he played two nights ago and re-aggravated it, why would they wait until they made it uh, – because the Hawks announced the trade. Like, everybody. They the, made it official. Right. The, the, the league and, and the Hawks and everything made the trade official. If he was hurt just a couple of nights ago and there was question about it, well, I mean, listen, it, it, it is what it is at this point, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe – Maybe the reality is is that the Hawks could work out a deal directly with Detroit because he's with the Detroit Pistons. Maybe they could work out a deal. I know that there are a couple of the second-round picks that are from Golden State going to all of these teams and everything like that. So I think two of the second-round picks are Golden State's second-rounders that are included in this entire seven-draft compensation package or whatever like that. Maybe we give them a bag of ball. I mean, second-round picks, by and large, they're worth a bag of ball. Here, it's worth this tub of sanitizing wipes. <laughs> like, that's what the that's what most second-round picks are worth. Stash and dash, guys. So we gave Golden State five of the seven second-round yeah. picks, and yeah. Houston got the other two yeah, for the he, other but, two guys. Uh, but the, the five 
the five in this trade, yeah. I think were I think in this one they were Atlanta's and Golden State's. That, oh, okay, I got you. That, I get what you're saying. You know, because I think the I think the two that we gave to the um, Rockets to the Rockets were Oklahoma City's or something like that. Gotcha. Uh, it's all confusing. You, you see a again, bunch of fakakta. Right. I mean, you see again though how little value there is in these draft picks and things like that. All right, let's get Mel in Southwest Atlanta. Mel, you're on the steakhouse. What's going on? There ain't no – man, don't get me to say some bad words where I can get barred from the radio, man. Look here, there ain't no – you know what? I just talked to the, the guy who answered the phone. Who, who You know what? what? I almost predicted when the, when the Hawk was on the road. You know, I told you last time we talked when they – on the, you know, going to the road. They were going to win three, come back three and two. I almost had you. Yeah, I said they you know, were going to so be two and three. You know what? You're so, so I said they were going to be two and three. What was their record, Mel? What was their record? What about the draft? What was their record, Mel? The house going to be all right? You, were, you, you said three and two. I said two and three. What, was I right well, or well, were well, you right? It's two and three, but you know what? Oh, Children okay. could have. The, 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 uh, the Pelicans. Yeah. They should have won that one. Yeah. Like I said, should have, could have. But they're all right. Yeah. They're going to be okay. But you know what? One thing about you experts like you, the copper bagger, I know you be on the radio with the other copper bagger. You yeah. all been worried about people's hey, money. Hey, hey, listen, you know Steak and I are friends now. Steak, Steak and I are now officially friends. Yeah, but you know what? And, and, and see, see now that he, now that he's my colleague, I can call him steak. I don't have to call him lamb chop or meatloaf or or you know veal or anything like that. Now I can call him his regular name. Like I said, the house gonna be okay. I tell you what, when they make the playoffs, they're gonna win the first round. I want you to mark that down. All right, what what are you having for dinner, Mel? You're not invited. Don't worry about what I'm eating. I tell you what. I make my own spaghetti okay. like I want to. Even okay. though I'm not, I, I tell you, like you and, and your so-called steaky. I make my own spaghetti. I mean, spaghetti with, a, with some good white wine. Are you glad now he's on air because now you can listen no, to him? No, you're it, glad because a- you, you know what? You copy him. You know, we got, we, you, you, you copy the state. See, you were jealous, and that's one reason why they brought him on your station. So now what you going to say about Stakey? Well, he's my friend. Good, goodbye. You know, I predict Philadelphia's going to win, even though even though I like the over in the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't care, I don't care who wins. Well, I got, I I got, like I've got Philadelphia as well. We'll talk about that coming oh, up here. Yeah. What a kiss of death for me. You like Philadelphia. Well, I, again, I think Steak likes I think Steak likes Kansas City. I think I think Steak likes Kansas City, so you guys can go against one another. Bye now. Well, I just told you what I like. I like it don't matter who wins, but I like Philadelphia with the one and a half punts. Yeah, I, I, I think Philadelphia's gonna win. I think they're the best team in the NFL, so there you go. Good to hear from Mel. Good. <laughs> it's always entertaining Mel, to have Mel, Mel on. Does, Mel doesn't know what to do now with me and Steak working together. Now he doesn't. Now he's all confused. 
Now he, he doesn't know exactly what to do now. So anyway, all right, when we come back, we'll give you some thoughts about the Super Bowl, and uh, I'll give you my pick. You got Mel's pick. I'll give you my pick as well. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 99 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios. Friday night with you. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app site. Catch us on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, I'm at JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. Uh, if you didn't hear the news just a few minutes ago, literally just in the last handful of minutes, uh, Gary Payton II has come up with an injury, failed his physical, could be out for as much as three months. Now, the four-team trade with the Trailblazers, Hawks, Pistons, and Golden State is now in jeopardy. They have until tomorrow night um, to complete the trade or it's going to be rescinded. But with Gary Payton, you know, potentially being out for as much as three months, it's put the whole thing in jeopardy now. So our part of this thing is obviously we made the swap to get Sadiq Bey from the Pistons, and we gave back a couple of our second-round picks. Well, I think actually, what did we say? Five of the, five of the seven second-round picks that we gave up on trade deadline, five of the sec, second-round picks. But I think that it was the Hawks picks, it was Golden, a couple from Golden State and things like that. So um, this whole thing is crap. This whole thing is a complete crap fest. So we'll, at, um, we'll see to, what happens. For me at this point, that's a you problem. You and Portland worked that out. Y'all should have did your due diligence and right. just just ha- you just gonna have you just gonna have to have injury Gary Payton now. It's too many teams caught up in this web for you to rescind the trade. Yeah, and again, like we said, the. The, the Hawks announced. I mean, it was announced. I mean, the whole thing was announced last night. He's here, right? Right. I, yeah. All the play. I mean, we saw the video on Twitter. The Hawks. All the Hawks players are here, and now they may not be. <sighs> how do you miss a guy with an injury that's going to last for three months? How How does that happen? Even if he got hurt two nights ago, they just announced the trade last night. So. You you would have still known about it before it was even announced. Oh yeah, no, he's fine. No, he's great. Yeah, no, he'll he'll be on the court tomorrow night. Oh, oh yeah, no, he's uh he's gonna be out. Uh, th- did I say tonight? Oh no, I meant three months from now. I meant three months from tonight that he'll be on the court again. <sighs> Just aggravating and, and frustrating. So. All right, coming up on Sunday, we've got Super Bowl 57 for you. So, 2 o'clock pregame, 6.15 kick. We'll have all the pregame coverage and, obviously, the game itself right here on the home of all things NFL and NFL playoffs, Sports Radio 92.9, the game. And then Dylon will be on 
afterwards, taking you up till midnight. So thoughts about the Super Bowl. You know, and I was talking in the crossover to Mike and Carl, the idea of I think that this game is going to go sort of like Tampa Bay and Kansas City from a couple few seasons ago. Now, that was a game where the Chiefs had injuries to their offensive line. I think it was two or three starters that were out. I think it was at least two starters that were out. And while I understand that the Chiefs' offensive line is healthy, that that's not the issue, but the Tampa Bay defensive line just got after Mahomes and just wreaked havoc on their offense. And I think the same thing happens on Sunday. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line, which is arguably the best in the NFL, they had 70 sacks this year. They've got multiple interior guys that have double-digit sacks. They've got more than one interior defensive lineman that's got double-digit sacks. How stupid is that? So when I look at this game and I look at this matchup, you know, one of the stats that I was uh, that I came across is the the Philadelphia Eagles have played ten games against top fifteen rushing defenses in the NFL. So ten times they've played a top fifteen rush defense in the NFL, a, an upper half rush defense. So they are battle tested. You know, their schedule wasn't you know all the you know, cupcakes and, you know, soft tissue and things like that that some people, you know, think of. But And and their division was obviously very good with three teams in the playoffs. So I think that they're battle-tested. I, I, I like what their offense can do. I, I certainly think, you know, they are the fourth-leading team in the NFL running the football. They had the fourth-most rushing yards in the NFL this year. And they had the most rushing touchdowns in the NFL. I think the Philadelphia Eagles control this game through the run with their backs and with their quarterback. I think that they can make some pass plays when they have to, but I think that their defensive front kind of sells out and gets after Mahomes. And you saw in the AFC Championship game, as that game got longer and longer and Mahomes' injury factored in, you know, the mobility wasn't there. And and look, he gutted it out and he made some incredible plays down the stretch. But I just think that this Eagles defensive front at the end, you know, is just going to be too much for Mahomes and, you know, this for, for, you know, beating the Eagles in this game. I just, I like the Eagles defensive front. I think they control the game with the run game. And with that, you know, I do think that if I'm betting, um, which I won't bet, but you know, I don't, I don't bet on games per se, but, um, FanDuel's got the odds, or FanDuel's got the over/under at fifty and a half. Kansas, or sorry, the um, Eagles are a, a one, a minus one and a half, but the fifty and a half is the over/under. I don't think this game gets above fifty. I I think it's going to be somewhere about twenty-four to twenty. I think that they bottle up the the um, Chiefs' offense. Their defensive front gets after it. They put too much pressure on Mahomes. You know, he, he he's, you know, going to have some of the same struggles that I think he did a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl. But this, I mean, this has a chance to certainly be 
a very good Super Bowl because you do have the two best teams in the NFL. I don't think there's much dispute about the fact that you have the two best teams right now in the NFL. And the Eagles have played outstanding. I mean, these two teams are 28 and 6 in the regular season. 28 and 6. Now, I don't know if that's the most regular season wins two teams have ever had. Because I know that the Patriots were 16 and 0. I don't know how many wins the Giants had that year that they beat. How many, how many wins did the, did the Giants have in that season that they beat the 16 and 0 Patriots? Because they were undefeated going into the Super Bowl at 16 and 0 through the regular season. I don't know how many wins the Giants had. But weren't they a wild card team? So they might they they wouldn't have been 12 and 4 at that point. But this is two high caliber teams. You know, you saw last night. Mahomes is the MVP. Jalen Hurts was the runner-up. These are two outstanding teams, two outstanding quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts has certainly turned his career around from a guy who they didn't really know if he could be the starting quarterback. And, you know, we saw him a couple of years ago getting it cranked up and going. Ten and six. Okay, so that's 26 wins. So, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't. They were, they were a wild card team. I think that year they didn't win the division that year. But the Patriots were sixteen and zero, so that takes a lot of it. Uh, you know, takes a lot of it uh, up. Uh, what were the? Uh, you know what? You know what might be one. The the year the Broncos beat us because we were fourteen and two. Our regular season record was fourteen and two. What what was the uh, Broncos record in ninety eight? Because we were fourteen and two. We beat the fifteen and one. Minnesota Vikings. We were fourteen and two. They were also fourteen and two. Okay, so they got so they were they were twenty eight and four. Those two teams in the in the regular season. Wow. How about that? How about how about how about in my brain dead state, my fogged up brain dead state, I could still pull that number off and and come up with that. Look at you. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter what you say. You're still sharp as a tech. Yeah. You're I still mean, sharp as a tech, man. For all the brain deadness and, and the fog and the glaze in my eyes and the smoke coming out of my head and all this kind of stuff from everything that's happened from the last, you know, eight weeks, I guess, at this point or whatever, mid-December, December 15th. So um, that that was a pretty good pull right there. That was, that was a very good, good pull. pull. So, very good pull. Anyway, I have my moments. So, um, and I can still remember all the movies and everything at Dylon Camp. But anyway, um, but anyway, look, I, I like the under in this game. I like the Chiefs to win this thing. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I do think it's going to be a, a close game, maybe, you know, a little bit higher than what the point spread is, a point and a half. I do think it's going to be like 24 20. The uh, Eagles win this thing, but. I just think the Eagles ground game controls this thing, you know, with 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 their running attack, with Jalen Hurts, you know, just and and you know, they will hit a couple of plays. They'll they'll hit a couple of plays in their passing game and keep the Kansas City Chiefs defense honest. But I really do think that they're going to control this thing throughout and that Eagles defense, which is just ferocious. I mean, it's just a it's just a ferocious defensive front that the that the Eagles have. I just think it's too much pressure that's going to be on um, uh, Pat Mahomes. So it may not be the 31-9 game from a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl 
when the Buccaneers won 31 to 9 and just completely demolished uh Pat Mahomes, just bottled him up and you know Todd that was Todd Bowles' defense there that just completely, you know, just bottled him up, blitzed him, all those kinds of things. I just think the Eagles defense will just control the thing throughout and and they'll be able to run the football effectively on Kansas City and that'll be it. So it'll be a good game. I, I do think it'll be fun. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to the halftime. I think it's the two best teams in the NFL. And again, we'll have all of the action right here on 92.9 The Game. Pre-game at 2 o'clock, kickoff at 6.15. We'll carry the whole game and then carry the post-game and then Dylon will be on afterward until midnight. All right, when we get back from the top of the hour, it will be the Falcons flyover. A.J. Brown had some comments about Arthur Smith, plus some other stories as well. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 92 on the game, the Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.